Previously last week on Cacti, the investigators arrived in London and braved the dreary mist to discover new clues. And the library at the Penhue Foundation uh, constructed back backgrounds on the principles of the Carlisle expedition. Digesting this information, they were attacked by an invisible monster in the mists and just barely escaped by driving the translucent terror into the shadows with their flashlights. Retreating to the hotel for a restless night, the chill of London breaks to a new day of overcast sky. After muffins and coffee, you see, uh, walking down uh, next to the cafe side street, a one of one of those little A-frame pop pop advertisements that says Shipley Art Exhibition. Where have I heard that before? It does seem awfully familiar. We're going to the art show. I don't see why not. It does seem rather convenient to work. Oh, beforehand, though, I feel like we need to find out more about this monster now. Now it's not just stories that we read about in the newspaper or at the uh, the library. There's just like, a random aware. We are aware that this is actually a thing. Yeah. When, uh, when we were doing research on this, was there any other survivors? How did, uh, what, how did, how did the other people find that there was an invisible monster? Like, uh... An invisible or invincible monster? Yes, both. At least invisible. Was hard to hurt. Uh, I don't know. It was definitely weird. You tried to shoot it. You definitely shot and stabbed it, but didn't seem to hurt it too much. Maybe it is invulnerable. You recall that you saw a few articles in the newspaper that gave reference to an invisible monster and it almost got me in the mists. Uh, Rereading those stories, it doesn't give you too much information. There's been a couple scattered attacks. For the most is there part. A pattern? Is there a pattern to the location? Seems to be all over London. Uh, for the most part, it seems to be down and out, poor people. For a long time, it's just been shocked up to pollution. I understand that uh, a lot of people just suffocate, especially these people living off the street in hard times. It's difficult to make sure that they're seeing uh, proper medical attention. And, well, it's not uncommon to just find some of these people being carted off in the morning. What time do the attack take place? Seems to always be at night thing uh, sticks to the shadows and seems to lurk for its prey and bodies turn up the next day. Is there a particular time at night? Or, uh, yeah, 
You can hear the wheels and Lucky's head turning as he tries to find it's a page. Where he's floating above his head. <laughs> it is definitely not the Da Vinci Code. It's more like, uh, like lines in the sand, like one line. Two lied. Oh my god. Four lines and then we're gonna cross. Oh shit. Are you sure it's not snail trails? How do these. I can't make these lines straight. Oh, they're all over the place. Damn it. See the, the dial up. Like 90s internet AOL. All right, well, it seems like we have a bit of a curfew. As long as we're in by nighttime, we should be fine. Should probably keep flashlights on us. Um, that wasn't the most enjoyable of experiences, and I think I'm quite traumatized, actually. Yeah, flashlights, <laughs> candles, any kind of light sources, if we have to be outside at night. But let's, uh, let's endeavor to be back here before the sun goes down. I, I don't relish the uh, idea of Encountering that fucking monstrosity a second time. Oh, thank you. What do y'all want to do with the rest of our day then? Uh, what time was the art show? Seems like the gallery's open as you guys stand up and put away the news articles that you're pouring over. You're trying to puzzle out the difference between some of these murders in the countryside. It seems like Essex or Lesser Edale is having a string of these violent murders as well. However, the mode of operandum seems to be that these people are torn apart by like a wild beast left in a pile of guts and viscera. Not so much the strangulation which you experienced yourself, however, might have to look at these clues if the DM ever if the DM ever gets around to putting them in the chat. Uh, you might have to go over those again. Was <laughs> you guys uh, step up off the street and head over to the art gallery? The doors open. You want to make your way inside? How much does it cost to visit the gallery? It seems like this is a pretty. It's a nice gallery. It's not exclusive, so it is a free admission. However, you notice that some of the prices next to the wall, they make you swallow. You see uh, 100, 200 euros. Wait, damn it, pounds. Okay. I say we just go in. We'll need to bring in our own liquor. In our bags. All right, you guys sneak in and try and smuggle in some uh, some booze. Go ahead and give me a stealth rolls. Oh, so close to myself is uh, 20, unfortunately. Oh, that, you know. We might just get kicked out of the podcast. Wow. 
Dr. Van, you look over at these loud and uh, quite... Uh, wait, 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 wait. Do, don't, don't accept that. That's from the wrong sheet. That's from Amber's. Well, it, was really funny. it wasn't exactly high. Well, uh, in any case, your friends uh, seem a little bit gregarious, and they're not being uh, discreet as they start perusing the aisles of the different artworks, and you guys see these magnificent uh, pieces of art before you, different artists, and uh, you can see that over down the hall, there's a small group, a small crowd formed around one particular painting. As you guys are uh, not drawing a lot of attention, one of the gallery uh, attendants does see you and gives you a wink. Uh, apparently this is, uh, well, it's a, uh, don't say anything, we'll look the other way if you're buying, uh, so... What, uh, what is the piece of art that I wrote around? You can hear, like, hushed whispers, uh, people mumbling to themselves. My god, I've never seen anything like it. It inspires so much emotion in me. Art. Like, I feel like I'm a child again. Yes, quite. It's a, <laughs> quite a magnificent piece. I hope I would have the opportunity to bid on it myself. As you, uh, kind of, like, muscle through the crowd, politely making your way up. You guys catch a glimpse of this uh, pretty standard painting. Uh, it's uh, not anything uh, enormous, but it does uh, dominate the wall that it's on, taking up your attention. The music is so... Uh, yeah, sorry. World of Warcraft, I'd play it all the time. If I could escape into you, I would. Goodbye forever, real life, I'm playing World of Warcraft. Okay, you guys see? <laughs> an ancient scene of science, an alchemist laboratory with which, in which vials pour forth foul-looking gases. Working at the table is a reptilian humanoid who seems eagerly involved in the dissection of a creature. Due to the blood and lack of recognizable features, it is impossible to determine the identity of the creature being cut apart. It's oh, okay. quite the stunning piece, I might say. Uh, how much is it? Uh, you see on the uh, side, there's a current asking price of 300 pounds. How much is that in America? Nineteen twenties, yes. Wookie, what, what was the conversion rate between dollars and pounds in nineteen twenties? Top, good sir. Pretty sure it's around like five to ten times. We'll call it fifteen hundred dollars. Huh? <laughs> Let me check my uh, spending. I guess it was the compression. I was going to say it was. Up, I, I have the cash. Yeah, I can do this. Hold up. Can I up the asking price to 25000 Or however much that is in European dollars. You start looking around for someone, and how do I purchase this fine piece of artwork? Indeed. 
Oh, there is an attendant who seems to be fielding multiple offers at the time, if you'd like to butt in. I would love to butt in. I want this painting. It would look so good above my bedroom. Telling you this is a one-of-a-kind curator, I must have this piece of artwork, and I won't accept no for now. I'll have you know that this would be most appreciated in my summer hound in the East Lesser Edel region. One at a time, yes, I'll be able to facilitate each and every one of you. If you just have a moment, I'll have you know that this will not be the only piece available. Mr. Shipley has more. I have been promised that additional works are uh, promised to us to come in any day now. There's no good if I do about this piece of my collection. No one else is as important as I am. I want this piece. Uh, give me, um, oh, what, what, what kind of social role would you like to get this guy's attention? Because you, you can see he's pinned down. Huh, what, what would you accept? Uh, any kind of uh, persuasion, charm, um... Uh, there's two more I'm forgetting because I'm not, not particularly intelligent. Oh, well, that'll do it. I am important. <laughs> You, you go ahead and up to him and say, I'm important? Oh, no. I'll be like, look, I understand you're dealing with a lot right now, and that is very commendable to see you handling it so calmly. However, don't waste your time with useless fools like them. Rather, attend to me. One moment, please. One moment. I must attend to serious business. And he steps through the people that were kind of harassing him and then takes you. Um, very politely, he holds out uh, an arm for you. Wait, no, that wouldn't be right. He goes up, holds a, a hand out for a handshake. Yep. Jim Jimiston, pleasure to meet you. Please step into my office, and you see him look across the hall to another uh, rather thin individual. Uh, nod over to him, and then uh, he's walking over to his office. Uh, any of you gonna attend, Dr. Bain? Oh, I'll come with. Me too. I'm going to follow. Very good. You guys all disappear over into the side office, followed by a very thin, wispy individual. A wispy individual? Is it that thing from last night? I swear to God. Not that wispy. <laughs> okay. I was scared for a moment there. <laughs> no, not, that's too wispy. This, is, this guy's quite a bit of a shadow. Uh, he uh, does look thin. Moderate wispy? Moderate to severe wispy. That was severe wispy. Oh, jeez. Any amount of wispy gives me PTSD. PTSD? <laughs> oh, God. Sorry, I, I should have stopped myself. So you guys <laughs> disappear. It was a combined experience. You guys uh, step into the office and the door closes and this gentleman steps in behind you. Uh, hello, everyone. Please uh, meet... Um, Miles Shipley, this is the uh, magnificent artist that has been furnishing us with these riveting and vivid scenes. Uh, and at uh, that, he nods to your party. What does he look like? Miles Shipley is a very thin man. You see that there are deep bags underneath his eyes, denoting a lack of sleep. And while he shifts nervously back from one foot to another, almost as if he's waiting for something, he continually refuses to meet your eye contact. Other than that, he is a pretty handsome individual, probably in his late 20s. Hmm. 
I like the vibe about this man. It's a very artsy goth vibe, although tortured somewhat. Seems, oh no. Oh no, it's the tortured part that draws me in. Uh oh, oh uh oh, oh weird, waka waka. So like, Bane's gonna walk up to him, forcefully grab his hand and like shake it. You're like, ah, I'm so delighted to be able to meet the person behind such beautiful works of art. See you in the, you know, in the flesh itself. It's, it's almost no. dreamlike innocence. Please, please stop. I appreciate it. You're overwhelming with flattery. It's, uh, it's lovely to meet you as well. I, um... My goodness, I'm sorry. I'm just uh, being overwhelmed. This is more social contact than I'm used to. I'm an artist, and I'm used to my solitude, and just me in my room painting away. It's, uh, you get a little bit used to it. I, I apologize for the awkwardness. Ah, oh, no, not at all, not at all. Um, besides the painting, I do have a, uh, inquiry. If you'd like to listen. Anything, please ask. Ah, uh, would you be interested in being my personal artist? You'd be given all the things you need to paint, the most high-quality papers, brushes, paints, everything you need, and all the solitude you would want, just to produce more of those lovely paintings for me. You can see there's an expression of shock that comes over his face. He is... Taking it back. This is everything he's ever wanted. A patron to support his artwork? Maybe several patrons. This could be the first of many. Supporting his artwork, he'd be free to move around, pursue his interests, and dedicate himself to his art completely. And you see this wave of emotion watch over him as he really feels like he's meeting a milestone in his career. And uh, then something else in the back of his mind and his clouds... The clouds in his eyes focus and sharpen quickly back onto you. Can I tell what that was? Give me a psychology roll. Oof. Not feeling it today, huh? You feel like trust and overwhelming appreciation uh, is what sharpened his eyes up as he looks back at you. <laughs> I'm not that stupid. <laughs> oh. Mm. Well, I accept. That's an amazing offer, and... I think a good way to cement this relationship would be for you to come back to my flat and see some of the other amazing creations I've been able to conjure up. That way you'll not only be able to better understand my work, is that you'll be able to see what the direction I'm headed in and what I hope to accomplish through my work. Oh, well, my good man, that's a bit more than I asked for, and I have to say I'm quite taken aback by the offer, oh, if anything. Oh, no, I'm sorry, there's misfit and uh, misunderstanding. My mother lives with me. I I wouldn't be able to go into anything untoward, uh, anything ungentlemanly, uh, sir. Excuse me, I I know that us artists has a reputation of being promiscuous, <laughs> but I assure you that I am a cis-heteronormal male. Ah. Uh, I mean... Almost everybody would be in this time. Fear not, your reputation doesn't precede you in that sort of stereotype. More so it would fit me as opposed to you, but of course, I'm very much interested in seeing more of these paintings. Absolutely, and I'd be happy to go about in society with you and Gallivant. However, I need... I am still very early in my career, and I must protect my reputation, you understand. I mean, I'm a very reputable person. Indeed. If anything, and it would boost your standing in society. 
And I'd appreciate that increase in my society. I'm trying to be an influencer, and you could really bring my views up. I just don't want rumors being spread that my... Views on the the radio? I'm sorry to cut in. But the impressions Uh, on the radio, Francis. Yeah, Francis looks at Horace. He's like, remind me not to follow Dr. Bane in the future. (laughs) No, follow me. Takes his head and is just like, I don't don't even know. This is is a little than I expected. How so? I mean, it's fine. You do you, obviously. I feel judged. In any case, I... There's no denying that. I I wouldn't judge you. I I feel terrible. Sorry that your friends have such ridiculously and hypocritical, frankly, standards. But in any case, I insist that you all come over to my house for muffins and coffee, and I shall show you my latest line of artwork. That's is it's quite powerful. I assure you. Oh yes, that would be absolutely wonderful. Um, how much do you want for the painting now? Oh well, um, and uh, Jim Shimiston butts back in. That's why I uh, preferred to introduce you to Mr. Shipley, is that actually that painting in the gallery has been prearranged for sale already, and while that's not available, I figured that we could go straight to the source with such interesting customers such as yourselves. Ah, uh, it pains me that I'm unable to purchase that specific painting. As drawn to it as I was, Uh, do you know who the buyer of that one was? Uh, yes. I'm uncomfortable sharing that kind of... And at that moment, uh, Shipley <laughs> butts back in. Doctor, I have a sneaking suspicion that I have one that has much more relevance to you and that you would find much more interesting. It has something to do... Well, I can't... I can't explain it, but somehow I see that you are connected to some of the subject matter of one of these other paintings I have. Somehow, the ties through time bind you and this moment together. It's very flattering. Very well, I'll give up on that one painting. Ah, how it allured me. But yes, well, we'll come over. Um, what time is good for you? Well, I think we should head there right now. I know that Mother probably has the kettle on, and we shouldn't keep her waiting too long. Ah, well, let me ask my companions. Are, are you two fine with going to this nice young man's house? Going there to hang out with him and Mother. Well, could we look around the gal- gallery before we head over, or do we want to do that now? I was only interested in that one painting, but if you two would like to broaden your cultural horizons, who am I to stop you? I guess my thought would be to look around real quick and then, yeah, see if there's anything here that it looks like I should be paying attention to. That right. said, I don't see anything, so yes, I'll come with you. <laughs> Go oh. ahead and give me a spot hidden yeah. check as well, little horse, as you guys walk out and take a very careful inventory of the surroundings. Also doing a double check of the paintings. Damn. No one's finding anything today. You guys see that everything else looks rather bland, and as the as you walk out, you see once again the only serious interest is in Shipley's painting that still hangs on the wall. The crowd still muttering in hushed tones. Bane felt like a sort of twinge of jealousy at that. He he really wanted that painting. 
Yeah, you go rob that guy and take it. You guys make your way I'm through right. the <laughs> You guys make your way through the city streets of London and uh down a couple of alleyways and up to a well, uh, it seems like the house has seen better days. This is clearly the childhood home of Miles Shipley, and he is, hey, he smirks embarrassingly, giving uh, a self-conscious smile to you all as he explains. Yes, soon my artworks become uh, so popular. I, the recent success, I really am so grateful. I'll soon be able to move my mother out to this house and hopefully into the countryside for some fresh air so she could retire. Bane's just gonna mutter to himself, I could do that now. See if he hears you. <laughs> His ear falls <laughs> off. <laughs> he just goes deaf for a short time. He bends down, picks his ear back up, and like shoves it back on. Oh, that was weird. That's never happened before. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> and uh, taking a key out of his pocket, he uh, opens up the door. He lets you guys into his house. His mother's house. <laughs> yeah, his mom's house. Excuse me. Thank you very much. Pardon the intrusion. You guys see? The front door leads into a hallway which ends at the kitchen and has entrances into the reception room, dining room, and parlor along the way. As well as the staircase leading up to the upper floor. The property rear door in the kitchen opens up to a small garden enclosed by a nine foot high brick wall. A locked door in the kitchen leads down to the basement. Apart from the prevalent foul smell, the ground floor offers nothing peculiar, less suspicious, or out of place. Hmm. Strange. You know, not strange it is. I mean, it's a fairly quaint home. Mommy looked like it. <laughs> you guys are led through the I believe that's called a parlor into the sitting room where eventually you guys hear um, the creaking um, of the stairs uh, very slow of an old lady who appears uh, into the waiting room after a few minutes I gotta put like all the tokens out old of an old lady She looks pretty old. You'd say she's in her early 70s, late 60s. She's pretty hunched over, but looks dirty. You can tell she's still working, uh, getting out about in the house and doing chores. Looks like uh, a woman who's contributed, done her part. Interesting. Is that seriously the token you're using? Yeah. <laughs> you said you take this seriously. 
And that's the bomb. Uh, Miles Shipley goes ahead and sits down and indicates to you all uh, to go ahead and have a seat. And after a moment or two, you guys hear the door open. And uh, as the creaking door swings open, you guys hear a, a little old lady walk into the room. Uh, hello, my name's Mrs. Shipley. Pleasure to meet you all. Uh, may I offer you some tea and comfits? Oh, wow, well, yes, that would be a delight, please. Horst is yeah. going to say no. We have coffee. Yeah. Oh, coffee, okay, absolutely. One moment. Oh, coffee drinkers, oh, must be American. So lovely to have company. Oh, no. It's been so long. And she retreats off into the hallway, down into the kitchen. My pride as an American feels infringed upon. I mean, as an American, I'm going to tell you that if she doesn't regularly make coffee, that coffee's going to taste like... Uh... I'm gonna taste like American coffee. It would be my guess. Oh, well, alright. Fair enough. I mean, how hard is it to make coffee? Hey, I'll go a long way for a good cup of coffee. I'll tell you that much. Miles Shipley, uh, sitting down, kind of tapping his fingers nervously, uh, indicates to you all, um, Yes, I've been living here in this home for a long time. I'll miss it uh, terribly, as really gave uh, me all my inspiration started here, in a way. But um, in any case, upstairs is my workshop, my gallery. Um, wait, no, that's not what they call it. But yeah, my workshop, and we'll go up there, and hopefully you'll see some of the more recent pieces I've been working on, and you in particular, Doctor. I believe that... One of the pieces will be in particular interest to you. Hmm. Well, since she's preparing things now, how about we take a quick look up there? Oh yes, please lead on, sir. No, 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 no. Um, please, please sit, down, <laughs> oh. sit back down. Uh, as you guys kind of like go to like lurch ah. forward and stand up, he, he's uh, he like uh, lurches forward really quickly at a seat. We can't offend Mother. She's really stickler for manners. You must understand that it's uh, really a, a rarity for her to entertain company, and I'd appreciate it if we allowed her the opportunity. And you Fame's can tell. going to stand up slowly and put his That's hand we'll, we'll on Shipley's shoulders. Good luck up there, Bane. <laughs> oh no, he's going to put his hands on Shipley's shoulders. He's going to be like, listen to me. Blink twice if your mother is abusive. <laughs> He returns your glance with a steel in his eye. But does he blink? You look deeply into his eyes, looking for a blink, and as you focus on his pupils, you see that his pupils are dilated quite a bit, and his eyes, stark blue, violent blue, like they're glowing almost. Man on drugs. Perhaps. Uh, can I tell? Give me a psychology roll. I'd also accept a biology roll or even a medicine roll. I'm only good at biology. Biology of drugs. Indeed. You see that he's I am obviously... a biochemist. Yeah. Like, yes, I can synthesize this. Give me a sample of your blood. <laughs> 
Uh, you see that something is wrong with his neurochemistry just by looking at the dilation of his eyes. If he's not high currently, he's abusing some kind of drug. If not a narcotic, something else. He's gonna pat him on the shoulder and be like, I will deal with that later. Let's sit and enjoy the refreshments for a bit, right? Please, please, that's that's all I ask. I, I just think that if we, uh, yeah, we allow mother to, uh, you know, she, 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 I don't want to anger mother. She, you know how she gets when she's angry. He's gonna look over to the other two and kind of mouth tread carefully with this one. And after a moment, Sorry. you guys uh, enjoying the room. If a little bit tense of a moment passes by, the granny returns with a tray of crumpets and cookies and then uh, you, she lays out some uh, hot water, gives tea to those who request tea and coffee to those who request coffee. You see that she pours hot water into your mug and then just mixes in instant coffee for those of you that want coffee. Can I take like a small sip? Like a little sample? You do so? It's very bitter. It's serviceable coffee it's uh you call that uh, waking up before the 6 a.m shift coffee you, you need something strong and cheap uh, it'll do yeah. he'll drink a considerable amount of his coffee yeah, it reminds me of the army <laughs> oh, right. you get I it i just mix the cocoa into my army coffee <laughs> There is a lot of sugar and honey, and also there's like a big thing of cream there. So you, yeah, you you have at it. You make a delicious beverage. <laughs> you go real Starbucks on it. You get like 17 scoops of uh, the cinnamon. Make myself a pink drink. <laughs> and some chai. And uh, feeling satisfied, you guys. Full bellies, uh, digest a moment, talk about the weather. Ah, yes, the weather. It's depressing. Yes. Oh, yes, it's been like this ever since I can remember. Dreary stuffer. Indeed. Well, would you all like to head upstairs to the workshop? Uh, that's all right with you, ma'am. Of course, of course, we got to make sure you're all set up. My young Shipley has become so successful and so proud as his mother. Is his mother completely sane? You guys are just looking these guys sideways this whole time. Give me another psychology roll to look at his mom. <laughs> Maybe I'll make it this time. Confidence is key. You see that his mom somehow being deceptive. You're not sure how, but you don't see any kind of sanity. Uh, you don't see any kind of derangement in her uh, personality. You do see something trying to be sequestered and hidden behind a, a guise. God, even with the hardest success. She's good. 
Well, she Hi. seems to be sane. She seems to have her faculties about her, even if she's up to no good. Mm. I don't like that. Uh, yeah, up to no good old ladies are my, my advice. Mm-hmm. But you guys uh, standing up, um, kind of having to stretch like cats for a moment and uh, get loosened up. You get that blood out of the belly. Just start making your way up the stairs. All right, here's lead out. <laughs> feeling about this. And as you guys uh, come to the top of the third story, you find a closed door, which uh, Shipley walks up to with a key. <laughs> Unlocks the door and opens up into a sparsely furnished room. A single room at the top of this uh, third floor story building. Dangling kerosene lamps light this bare room with sloping ceilings. Beneath the skylight is an easel, and on the canvas appears to be a few pencil sketches towards a new work. A table to the left holds brushes, paints, and palettes, while against the wall leans various paintings. Tucked in the corner is a closet, and its door is padlocked. Ma'am, might I ask what is behind the padlock door in the house? <laughs> Absolutely, I uh, keep that there uh, for my finished works that are already completed and on their way out the door. That's already sold pieces of artwork that I don't want to be stolen, and therefore the added precaution is placed that those valuable items are placed within there under a separate lock and key, which I keep on my persons at all times. Might I mark that down as paranoia or just general safety? As general safety, I believe that the neighborhood's really going to... Well, in any case, I don't want to say too much about the political atmosphere, but it's not the neighborhood I grew up in, and we've had to take the necessary precautions after a few break-ins. Now that my recent success has gotten around, we've had some unfortunate elements turning up around. A mother... Uh, would you go ahead and please fetch uh, uh, another cup of coffee for us as we enjoy the pieces of art and they decide? Oh, of course, dear. I'll be right back. More coffee. Uh, anyone like some tea? Oh, no, please. No. Not a tea person. Oh, of course. Oh, of course, you Americans so tough and rugged. Of course. Oh, I would love right. some tea. In fact, if you could make a big old pot of tea. More, more or less your most complicated tea. I would very much appreciate that. Whatever tea would require you taking the most amount of time to make, if you could make that for me, I would just absolutely love it. Glorious. Um, <laughs> well, uh, I mean, that's an honor quest. If Some kind of tea that's going to require you standing away from us for like several minutes at a time. Well, of course, ah. I could make my my masterpiece, my family secret recipe. However, for that, I need a help for one of you big, strong, strapping Americans in the kitchen. 
any hand, any chance one of you young men would help out an old woman like me? Absolutely terrifying. Uh, <laughs> uh, I trust, uh, so Francis kind of gives the other two a real, like, silent look for a second, like, I'll be busy downstairs if you want to take care of this up here. And then uh, he turns back and like, alright, I'll come with you. Godspeed, soldier. You can tell the old lady is is very pleased that she got one of the Americans to help her out in the kitchen as she uh, slowly makes her way down back the stairs. Wonderful stair sound effects, Wookie. Ten out of ten. <laughs> uh, the rest of you are going to continue to uh, look at the paintings? Oh, yeah. It hurts that sacrifices had to be made. Yep. Look at the paintings. All right, I'm going to need each of you to make a sanity check. As you look at these paintings, they're vivid. It's almost God like looking it. at a 4K TV. It's like a window into another reality. These paintings, they kind of look like a window into another reality. It's most enjoyable. Dusty, Can we you, look behind the paintings? Well rolled. Yeah, you actually like, oh my god, this looks too real. This must be a way. And, and you pick up the painting and it does come off the wall. As Shipley, like, quickly turns to you. He's like, hey, it's, what are you doing? <coughs> Excuse me, sir, what are you doing? Please don't touch that. Um, okay. Put the painting back. My damage it. I, those are, yeah, I gotta understand. I put a lot of work into those. I, I can't risk it being harmed. I, goodness, I, I worked so, put everything I had into that. And they are great paintings indeed. They make me peer into the very depths of my own soul and ponder my very existence. Truly marvelous. Well, I'm glad you feel that way. And this is the one I actually had in mind for you. Doctor, somehow I know this is tied to you and I believe that somewhere in your future lies the Dark Pharaoh and you may make his acquaintance yet. And with that, he takes you over to a painting and you see on the wall, a processional scene from ancient Egypt in which a golden chariot passes through a mass of people who have fallen in their knees in reverence. Atop of the chariot is a Pharaoh dressed in black and gold robes whose face is turned away from the viewer. Behind the figure, two men have been impaled on stakes, eviscerated, their internal organs have uh, hanged down on the ground and are being eaten by a pack of jackals. I was waiting for like the gory part of the description, I'm like, oh, this sounds too normal, and then there it was. Yep, two people impaled on spikes and eviscerated, and uh, understandable. Cthulhu, you never let me down. Yes. Bane's gonna gaze upon the uh, painting for a bit. He's very enthralled by it. He's taking in all the details, just simply spacing out as he peers into it, almost as if he's trying to see the face of the man in the painting. And deep down, you feel you might have an opportunity yet to see and glimpse his face. Little Horst. Hmm. Well, I mean, 
I'm just off to the side, so I'm gonna feel around in my pocket for my knife. And I don't know. I, I'm gonna kind of wander backwards a little bit, get away from this guy. He's nuts. <laughs> you keep a distance, finger in the handle of your knife, and you continue to look around, and you see another painting. You see at nighttime in a woodland scene, a yellow moon casts sickly rays through the dark branches upon a group of naked men and women who cavort around a bonfire. Rising through the flames is an image of a goat-headed man whose outstretched arm seems to be conducting the crazed antics of the witches. Okay. You know, that one's not as gory. Next to that one, you see the unsettling and stomach-churning scene of a man being cut open with a silver dagger held in the hand of a black-robed figure. An act of ritual blood sacrifice upon the victim's chest has been carved in a cult-looking sigil. Which so can, I, like, can I, like, ask the artist, like, what his deal is? Like, hey, good man, what is, uh... Notice that you're kind of obsessed with this violence. What's your what's your story? And as you ask the question to Miles, you see the sigil and the man's chest twist and move. Oh. Well, I think that I can't explain it really. I it's beyond my understanding, my comprehension. I don't know the mechanics of it. I just know that each of these scenes that I've painted have really happened. And somehow I was there in person, able to observe it without actually interacting. I don't know or understand what each of these visions that I had means. I just know that they were real as the vivid imagery was brought to me. I don't know if I'm a traveler or if I was viewing something remotely. And Dr. Bain, you see next to your painting, one additional painting. There are uh, four total in here. Next to the What's dark fair. Oh, I'm sorry? Yeah, go, go on. Next to the Dark Pharaoh, you see towering mountains, possibly in Africa, over which rise a monstrous demonic creature, its head a great tentacle swathed in blood. Near a temple-like building, tiny human figures lift their hands imploringly to the sky in supplication to the hellish godlike entity. For each of the human's heads, a red tongue and tangle, uh, or tentacle dangles. Looking closely, they appear to be ceremonial headpieces. Hmm. Bane's going to, like, run his fingers across the, uh, images. Hmm. It's just very enrapturing art. It's, it's just... It makes me feel something. I appreciate it. That's what I really strive for in my artwork. And he uh, watches yes. you carefully. He sees you running your hands across the canvas and across the oils of the painting, being careful not to damage it. You feel resistance. There is uh, 
It's not a gateway into the... It's not a gate. Dang it. I was hoping for a gateway. Maybe next time. There is... One more painting I could show you. It's... Well, frankly, I'd hope to reserve it for a special buyer, but I don't see how anyone could be... Well, I'd prefer just to show you. I mean, if the question is of purchasing it, then I have no, you know, problem with doing so. I mean, I do plan on purchasing these here as well. Appreciate that. Goodness, that's... I really do feel like your this business relation's going to work out uh, swimmingly. Please, this is my masterpiece. I got to show it to you so you know exactly where I'm coming from and where I'd hope to accomplish with my work here. Look at this. And he goes over to the padlocked closet and starts unlocking the chains and removing the, the bars on the door to the closet. Very ceremonious. moments of clink clink click 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 he opens up a closet and takes out a painting that's covered in cloth removes the painting uh, the sketch of the the current painting he was working on with the pencil drawing lines he removes that puts that on the table and then puts out this cloth painting allowing you two to take your place in front of the painting he removes the cloth and steps back Dr. Bain and Francis. Oh, uh, yes. Do you look at the painting? Uh, I think Francis I'm in the kitchen. In the right? kitchen. <laughs> nope, nope. Little Horace, I'm sorry. Little Horace then, Dr. Bain. Little Horace is starting to wonder where the tea is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look at the painting. I'm not looking at the painting. I'm starting to look at this guy like he's crazy. So you know. Well, of course he's crazy. Of course he's crazy, man. He's mad science artist mad. <laughs> so uh, to be specific, he whoosh, takes off the cloth over the painting with a flourish. You continue to watch him, correct? Uh, avoiding eye contact with the painting? Oh, no. I'm looking at this painting. Nope. I came here for this painting. Understood, Dr. Bane. You're looking at uh, Little Horst? No, nope, I'm not looking at the painting. I'll look at Dr. Bane and I'll look at the guy. I'll just look back and forth between them. Got it. Okay, like you're monitoring. Yeah. Dr. Bane, you see a wonderful swamp scene in front of you. The painting Not on the where canvas. I was expecting that. Go on. Expect the unexpected in Cthulhu. <laughs> 
The painting on the canvas is Shipley's masterpiece showing a swampy area infected with serpents. A small island at the center holds a stone altar. Suddenly, the painting becomes three dimensionals. And in a few seconds, the waters of the swamp begin to ripple and the plants sway, the serpents wiggle, and the altar glows. I need a power roll. God dang it. You know I'm not powerful. I don't have magic powers. Can I, can I push to reveal that or is that not an option here? Yes, that is an option here. You feel yourself losing the struggle with some kind of magical entity, and you push again, trying to pour all your otherworldly might on. Oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Success, okay. Oh no. Oh no. Where's Sassathassa's stat block? Who now? I'm looking for Snake Man's step block. I'm looking for Snake Man's step block. He's got a power of 40 for a, ooh. Just missed the hard success by one. So you feel yourself being pulled, dragged forward like a black hole. And just as you're about to be ripped and crossed through the dimension into the painting, you feel half of yourself being pushed and cross over and the humid air of the swamp enters your lungs. All the crickets and the slithering snakes rattle and you feel yourself only momentarily and seconds away from being wrenched into the painting before you resist. Like walking back through molasses, you cross back into the threshold of your own reality. And that's Doctor. where we're gonna go check in. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Doctor. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Bay. No, 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 no. Let's check in with the man and the tea and the grandmother. I, I need a break. <laughs> and a few beads of sweat drop down to the floor, and the camera continues to pass through the floorboards of the second and first floor back down to the kitchen. <laughs> You're fancy, fancy uh, camera worker. That's not in our budget, Wiki. Damn it, damn it, we need better CGI. We need better fix around here. Get the puppets you know, out. I've been getting monetized. Money zone, everybody. Oh, support the Patreon. <laughs> oh, Detective Francis Jefferson. Yes. You're down in the kitchen, and you uh, go ahead and take the fire of the kettle and get some water in it, put it on the on the stove, and you go about mixing different things, putting them in the oven. You're helping out, and you turn Frank around. Making sure to not turn his back completely to this woman, though. This whole house is giving him the heebie-jeebies. Between the creepy monster last night and now this terrifying house and this mother, uh, he's not sure what's going on, but he's not turning his back to this woman. Yep. Fair is fair. And she continues. Yeah. She's got one of these big bowls and she's mixing up some flowers and eggs to make some more cookies. And 
turns to you. So, Francis, was it? What brings you big, strong American like you to London? Why, I'm afraid it's too exciting, man. We're just uh, on a bit of a vacation. Oh, seems like an odd place for an American to come on vacation. Is it a business or, or Oh, it's been a long time since the Great War, ma'am. Uh, these days, our countries are good friends with each other. We're just taking in the sights. We're all big fans of the odds, which is why we were, uh, we were speaking to you or so. Oh, that's quite gregarious of you. You said you were in the war? Uh, yes. You know, I was in the war, too. I was a tank commander. I sent those Germans back. Well, oh, wait, uh, nope, nope, nope. Decibel four tanks. Shit. <laughs> Those uh, those very large horses with the armor on them that we would refer to as tanks. Yes, all our tanks were horse-drawn tanks. Very terrible design. Totally nope, nope. bad. in the right era. The tanks were invented in 1915. Yeah. Right. I feel like it was at the end of uh, the first war that they started going getting out there as they proved so effective, and it wasn't really towards anyway. I'm not a a huge fan of world wars, but I'm excited for the third one. Yes, indeed. Anyway, I really do appreciate your country's help in defeating Hitler in advance. Thank you. And, um... You guys uh, continue to make cookies for a while, and uh, for a moment, she just seems uh, like a normal old lady. What is she doing? Yes. She's mixing up eggs and flowers in a bowl, and then all of a sudden, she turns to you, Francis, and says... Now, I uh, know you love, um, I know my coffee is not the greatest, but I'm telling you, my cookies are to die for. Don't eat those. Uh, they look delicious, ma'am. I'm afraid I don't have much of a sweet tooth, though. Oh, I'm afraid you do. In fact, you just love all my cooking. Ma'am, he's diabetic. Yes, ma'am, that feels like a wisdom saving throw, or some equivalent. It's going to be an opposed power roll. I uh, messed up the last check to be uh, resist being absorbed into the painting was a hard power roll, so nice roll on that, good push. This oh, is an opposed God. power roll for the spell Dominate Person. Ooh, a success. Uh, yeah, it's not much of one. Well, perhaps not a sufficient success. Ah, uh, those cookies do look delicious. So, he succeeded, and you succeeded. If successful, the target obeys the commands of the caster without exception until the next combat round concludes. The spell can affect only one individual.
You feel a consciousness in your mind. Dive into your soul and try and control your actions. This lady is so nice. Such a nice, warm old woman. Maybe you should follow. Oh, no, wait, hold on. She's not an old lady at all. She's trying to control my mind. Oh, excuse me, miss. A horse. Pain. What's up? First uh, comes running. You pull out your gun. I believe. Oh no, I have two guns. You have lots of guns. Frank is. Do you want a gun? In a moment, we should talk about this whole situation first. Okay. Should we come in there with the guns? What's the sun do? the sun do when I call out? The sun? You're asking me what the sun does when you call yeah. out to when the I, sun? When I call out, do they just come downstairs? Or is... I got you. So you, you call up the stairs. You guys both here down below some kind of racket and screaming going on. Miles Shipley is going to try and talk to you. Oh, 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 I'm sure it's nothing. And he's going to try and persuade you not to go down there. But you both do hear something. However, combat is going actively downstairs. Uh, Francis, do you have... Um, I believe you guys got shotguns. Was that... Uh, did, you not pick a shop, uh, did you not pick up a shotgun when you guys first arrived in London? We did. I did not. I don't know why. I, I picked the shotgun. I picked up a shotgun and a .30-06 semi-automatic rifle. Well, if you're not saying you picked up a shotgun, then I guess you missed your opportunity. So yeah, I you're... did. I didn't like the idea of the shotgun. I don't know why. No, I regret it right now. Right now. <laughs> so yeah, you have this old lady uh, currently trying to dominate your will. What are you doing? Uh, is there like, oh, uh, she was making cookies. I grabbed the rolling pin and I hit her in the face with it. I like it. Go ahead and roll the hit. <laughs> I guess that would be your brawl roll. Yeah, I don't do very well. <laughs> Sails right over uh, her head. There's just like ah! a poof of flour in the air. Lady, I'm going to need you to stop doing that. Just throw the fucking rolling pin out the window. <laughs> And then I, I grab her by her apron and I try to like pull it over her head, <laughs> spin her around. Oh my god! Give me a strength roll. Mm -mm. Hell yes. So she got um. Okay, I gotta look at um. Well, I gotta she look at. Six. She got even better than mine, but. True, but I don't think that his dexterity will be that high. His. Excuse me? Yeah, who knows just... what's going on underneath all that old lady attire. <laughs> I'm scared. It is 30. Half of 30 would be 15. 10% of 30 would be 3. So he only got a hard success. So you technically did beat him. You go ahead and uh, swing him around. You guys do -si do for half a second. And then wham, you give him like the old um, like stiff knee and launch him up over you wrestling style. 
Yeah, I, I guess my intention was to toss her out of the kitchen altogether. Give myself yeah. some breathing, breathing room. Through the threshold of the kitchen, out into the living room, you crash her through the coffee table, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Smith style. And Beautiful. just as you guys, Dr. Bain and Little Horse, pile down the stairs as they uh, arrive, I'm assuming they, they all started coming down the stairs to help you. Did they do that? Yeah. I... I... Little horse definitely uh, did. Got it. Bane horse, this old lady has mo mojo powers. She's trying to get in my brain. Huh. I should have bought a shotgun, and I'm regretting it now. One of you kindly stop this woman from uh, from uh, whatever the hell she's trying to do. Damn, she's not rolling. He's not rolling good. He attempts again, and you feel the presence in your mind, but you're able to shrug it off better this time. And as you combat this misty, dark presence inside your mind, we're going to take a five-minute break. Well, nine out of those worked. You guys are just too good. I can't get you. I can't trap you in my paintings. Good ear. Man, he was one of the best. Oh, it's like plastic beach. Get downstairs. Nah, everybody dies. Well, I die at least. Uh, understood. Well, uh, you guys have a good night. No, no, I wished. I mean, I tried. I tried to consume all of you and make you a serpent person snacks, but. You rolled too darn high. Are there more servant people? No. The servant people are a myth. Anyone who told you as a servant person is insane or trying to get your money. My cousin's neither of those things. 
<laughs> we think we know what happened to him. The serpent people got him, replaced him, and consumed his likeness, and is now wandering the earth as a serpent person in his guise. That's definitely not what's happening here. So you can go ahead and put those concerns off to the side and forget about them. Just a humble art dealer here working hard to get his mom a nice little cottage on the beach. Maybe uh, away from the troubles of a coastal city in Northern Ireland, perhaps, so you can embezzle the money and incorporate there and don't have to pay taxes. Someday I'll avoid taxes like Japan's halls. Come back into it, you guys crash down the stairs and see this old granny fade, uh, her form waving and whispering over a moment before coagulating back into the figure of an old woman. So have we reached moderate wispy or are we at severe wispy? Let's <laughs> do we're still at moderate wispy. This is not severe wispy situation. Alright, ma'am, you got like a little bit to go before you hit that severe wispy, and we don't allow that here. I apologize, I'll walk it back. I don't want to be crossing into severe wispy. Yeah, let's tone it down a little bit. Check that notch. No wisp. Nay wisp. Nay wisp. I tried to get wispy, and I was like, nay wispy. No, you nay will not wispy. Nay wisp. I'm looking up a spell really fast, but you guys are successfully able to crash down the stairs and make it back into the foyer. Can we, like, see her? Yeah, you see the old lady. She seems to be, like, hunched over, ready to uh, get into a scrap. But other than that, other than the unnatural posture of this old woman... About how far away is she? Just across the room. You all, uh, you know, put you all in the same room. Like in terms of feet. Called about ten. Good enough. Can I try to shoot her? Goodness, you would shoot an old lady? That's an old lady and you know it. She looks just like a little old lady. She... You point your gun at her and she looks up to you, eyes twinkling in the dim living room light. You wouldn't harm an old woman, would you, dear? Oh, God. <laughs> you guys hear a shotgun shun ring, uh, shell ring out?
That's going to hit. Good. 18 damage. Shoot. Whoa, no. She's close range. Oh, my God. Are you sure? <laughs> yep. 10 yards, it's 46. 20 yards, it's 2d6. 50 yards, it's 1d6. I guess I'm not going to get to cast that spell. After all, you guys look over and see um, Dr. Bay level a shotgun at this thing and pull the trigger. How do you want to do, uh, want to do it, Dr. Bay? There's really no other way to do it. I'm just going to come down the stairs a little annoyed. Like, ah, that that's the problem. Cool. <laughs> Identifying the problem, Dr. Bay levels her shotgun, uh, his shotgun at him and at this old lady and blows this head all over the walls and you guys see this black green viscera to rip down from the ceiling at surprising amounts as this fountain of blood erupts out of the neck of this old lady in a fountain of about five six feet and splatters up off the ceiling and ricochets back down in a green viscous slime ah francis you all right Francis, you continue to get a stream of this blood in your face as the body, like, falls over and, like, uh, shoots up into you. Very Evil Dead style. All this green blood, like, slopping off of you. Thane's gonna uh, oh, what put the, the gonna down. Francis throws up. Uh, should we be concerned about the sun? As this is going up. You look back and see Miles Shipley collapsed on the floor, still looking down at you with shock and disbelief in his eyes. Well, yes, of course, we just killed his mother, but... Oh, well, I just killed his mother. Oh, uh, whatever the fuck that thing was, I'm not sure that was his mother. I'm not sure that thing was anyone. After a few moments, you guys pick yourselves up and walk uh, over to the bottom of the stairs to see Miles pick himself up and slowly walk down as far off, look in his eyes. After a few moments, he refocuses and tries to speak with you all. Whatever that thing was, was not your mother. Therefore, you have no reason to feel upset. We didn't technically kill your mother in front of you. We killed an imposter. Technically, we didn't kill your mom. Fine. Guys don't understand what I've done. It's been months since you replaced my mother. I had to go out and find his food. I had to lure in prostitutes and homeless people into here to serve as his meals. I did it. So many of them. I was planning on doing it to you. You are his next victims. We were going when, to split uh, you up. When he says prostitutes, uh, Frank kind of like looks at Horst 
and then raises his eyebrows at Bane, and then, like, gives the horse another little look, like, yeah. Yep. The horse looks back and is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm missing something here. I, I'm not the one they thought was a prostitute. Yeah, you don't laugh. <laughs> Wait, am I the prostitute? You came on um, a little strong. All that was missing was the part where you uh, arranged the prize. I see. So this is what my life is coming to. Oh, very well. Uh, back to the point of head. Miles, you, you feel remorse, right? No, I don't. I. Anything, if anything, I feel relief. I can't believe that you were able uh, actually to kill her. She was so strong. She knew this. He knew this magic. He was able to control me, and that's how I was able to see into the past. He gave me this drug. I don't know what it was called, but I consumed it, I was able to see into the past and see these magnificent visions, and it was because I was able to be successful and know what I'll be able to do without it now. Yes, breathe. Breathe, Miles. <sighs> You're right. It was, I was... I was only a matter of time before he... he killed me. I was... Uh, I was beginning to wonder if I could maybe escape or go to the police and hold them accountable, but they knew... they knew I'd be mad. I can't tell you how appreciative I am of you for freeing me from this influence. Uh, well, I wouldn't exactly say it was for your benefit. You see, what if my comrade was in danger? I just did what anyone would do in that sense. It just happens to be that you were also someone who reaped the benefits of said action. Thank it's you. nothing I, personal. Thank you for allowing me to benefit. I... I am... I was a victim at the beginning of this, and there's blood on my hands now. I someday, I maybe if I donate my my money to pick people off the streets and perhaps make some kind of uh, online service where uh, working girls can scream their customers for added safety, I could give back and maybe recuperate. I do have a way you could get back. My offer still stands on the table, you know, becoming my personal artist. I would pardon you of everything you've done. You see, that's none of my business. <coughs> appreciate your discretion. I very much appreciate this, Doctor. I thank you so much. It's this heavy burden that you've been able to take off my shoulders, and I promise for all time that you will. Always have a discount, and my work will always be very appreciative of your patronage. And with that, he collapses down into one of the couches of the sitting room next to the body, and he, like, tries to, like, squelch off and squeegee a, a somewhat clean area in the couch away, and he collapses into a, <laughs> a wet splop. I did not need to hear nor see that. All right, I'm going to grab some paintings from upstairs, and we can skedaddle. <laughs> you can tell he immediately falls into a half like passed out half comatose today you guys charge up the stairs clump, 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 grab the four paintings and drop back down the stairs and out the front door back into London streets now with your newly acquired art pieces
Oh, these are gonna so look so good on my bathroom walls. Is that again, uh, Francis? It's, uh, what, what's depicted it? Are any of them particularly horrifying? Do any of them evoke any kind of reaction from us just looking at them? Oh, yes. Oh, well, I'd, I'd be able to tell you that. <laughs> well, this painting right here, you see with the swamp? Don't look at that one. That one's dangerous. Don't, don't, don't gaze I'm upon that one. Interesting, yes, that, you that took is... that one too, huh? Of course. Alright, you have five paintings then. Everything else is fair game. You can look at everything else, just not that one. We're keeping that under a cloth right now. I think I'll just not look at any of these. Thank you. Yep. I know, they're pretty good works. I mean, they do evoke some nice feelings, but nothing too dire. I'm fine, thank you. I don't know, Glancing at the corner, you do feel your consciousness begin to slip within the paintings, but thinking better of it, you look away. You guys go ahead and add to your add to your inventory the following paintings. The Dark Pharaoh, Goatwood, Drawn in Blood, and Black Mountain. In addition to that, you also picked up Shipley's Masterpiece. Call that one Snake Science. Uh, that one's called the Serpent's Altar. And with Dr. Bain leaving her contact, his contact information on how he will, uh, he is to be contacted and you set up for some additional funds and uh, perhaps a new living establishment to be. Oh no, he can live at my place. You set up a guest room inside uh, your place for Mr. Shipley. Yeah, just fly him to New York. He, he doesn't need to be in this environment. Best for recovery. He needs a change of scenery. Yeah. Also, what is the name of the last painting? I have Dark Pharaoh, Goatwood, Drawn in Blood, and Serpent's Altar. Black Mountain, which depicts some kind of African mountainous landscape. Perhaps in the... perhaps... In the canyon countryside. I will put a pin in that. We need to go to Africa anyway. Yes, we do. Well, I, I deem this as a success. I mean, I came out of this with paintings. And no uh, one was hurt. <laughs> well, none of us. Well, obviously, I mean us. Nobody else matters. Anywho, nobody was hurt. So, it's a win-win. Yes, though I'm... Well, we'll see if this is relevant to the future. I'm not exactly sure how, how helpful this is. Uh, at least at present. Uh, we should probably find a place to take a rest. That did have quite a strain on the mind. So you guys wander through London back to your own respective uh, hotel rooms. 
taking the art pieces with you, you feel the heaviness of the art, not because of the canvas, but because of the weight and importance of the subject material. I'm very happy with these art pieces. Yeah, you put them up in the hotel room, they look great. Probably gonna spend like just an hour looking at them. Not that other one though. Serpent's altar that stays under the sheet. Yeah, this is probably the best. You do so, and I'm not gonna call for an additional sanity roll. However, you do feel like if you looked at them any longer, you might lose a piece of yourself. Ah, it's such such nice art. And you pass an uneventful night. Uh, I'm going to need a luck roll from all of you. Francis, you... Uh, you're a little uneasy. You uh, remember to the previous day's event and just suddenly being taken over and having your thoughts, your thoughts invaded upon and something trying to control you, just like in the last campaign. Yes. Asshole. I'm not sure why. Suddenly you saw this old woman's sweet features, just her head explode in green and black blood viscera. And as you think about these things, keeping you up, tossing and turning, you pour yourself a stiff drink, looking out into the misty street nights, and you see, passing below one of the street lamps, a tinkle, a twinkle of translucent energy, some mist-like wraith, long tentacles moving slowly back and forth out front of your room, and just as you catch it in the corner of your eye, it vanishes. Francis turns on all the lights and pulls the sheets up higher. The correct response. And that's gonna... You, they can't get you under the covers. You uh, tuck up under the covers and pass a night uh, and feel very refreshed the next day as you all emerge back into London. Bro, just go to the living room. They can't kill you there. Uh, Francis relays what he uh, saw last night. He thinks it was a brilliant but He lets him know that he dreamt. The spotlight watching us or watching the hotel. Consider it not even after it was just a, a symptom of the day. I swear I saw something. I mean, we saw it once, I'm sure it is. Most likely stalking us as, you know, the ones that got away. What a lovely thought. Hey, just think of the positive, you know? Someone out there wants you. Uh, have a nice thing you ever said to me, but 
Is that what predators do? They stalk you? Hmm, unsettling. Art exhibit uh, posters telling us where we should be going today. What what do they? Uh, got the lot. We didn't find a whole lot of clues as to other than this monster. I don't know though if this monster is related in any way to the. Uh, to the expedition or to any of the other going-ons that we are engaged in. And at least I personally have no interest in encounters with the game. So, I don't know what to do. That's how many of them come to an end. As you guys wander through London streets discussing what clues, what loose ends need to be tied up, what things need to be chased down here. Going back through the clues, you see that in addition to these Londony murders where the people are suffocated horribly, fuck the police. You see that there's been a string of murders in the countryside as well. However, the two methods of murder don't line up. One of them uh, seems to be a string of suffocations or stranglings is what the police think. While the other one seems to be work of some horrible slasher that cuts their victims to pieces. Are all the pieces there? Well, that's the odd thing. It seems like some of the pieces are missing, as if they've been torn out and eaten by teeth mark, teethy teeth. Was that not the old lady? Or are we going for another thing? Um, with your exceptionally deep knowledge in biology, you would uh, assume that the old lady in that split second before you blew her head off when she became a serpent person, you would assume that they eat their victims whole and uh, there's nothing really left. She had such disgusting meals. Oh, okay. Alright. Well, does anybody else want to investigate a murder? I mean... I mean, that's sort of what we're doing with the expedition. Uh, there's a chance that it's related, I think, yes. Before we leave, it would probably be Right then. Uh, the countryside, was it? Yep. Alright, I guess we're going there. You guys make arrangements, head on down to the train station, and make your way into the beautiful countryside of Lesser Edale. As you pass along the terrain, you see beautiful green rolling hills. <coughs> Who's approaching us, Jesus? It's train. It's train. 
There was a fine in this little village for a uh, security firm, and the security firm's name was Isis. It's pretty great. They did not rebrand. You think? Uh, you think you'd uh, go like ahead? Would have worked in America. I think you'd love that one behind. I mean, like Archer let it go, and I thought they did it quietly. I thought it was appropriate. So glad somebody else knows about Archer. So you guys make your way into the countryside on terrain and see uh, wonderful hills and uh, landscape roll by as you are deposited into a countryside train stop. And it seems like a quaint, lovely country village. You look around and you see that, well, this must be one of the nicer areas of the London uh, countryside as you see these luxury estates stretching out in meticulously manicured uh, lawns. Wonderful bush displays. You see like a big bush elephant and bursha birds. Birds. Bursha birds. How close is the train stop to the, uh, those? The train stop seems to be out in the middle of nowhere. It's unfortunate that the city saw fit to build it away from all the services of the town, but that's how the... Well, that's how the uh, main patrons, it seems like the Vane family has city council in their back pocket, and they requested that the train station for the poors be put on the outskirts of town. Yes, there was no helping it then. You do see, walking down uh, the street as you make your way into town, there seems to be some kind of peace officer, if that's what you call him. And further down the street, you do see uh, what looks to be like a pretty comfortable inn. Guess we'll uh, check into the end then. 
Yeah. I'm sure we're gonna be here for a while. At least we can find out some information. You guys walk by the whistling constable, give him a nod, and he nods in return. And you guys continue into the Laughing Horse Inn. Why the Laughing Horse Inn? If you don't mind me asking. You walk in, ask the question directly to the barmaid. Uh, with the skies darkening and the light drizzle turning into a proper shower outside... You guys duck inside to the friendly seeming atmosphere, and uh, you see on the door a horse's head with nostrils and with flames coming out of its mouth and nostrils and eyes. Walking up, you ask, um, uh, Why the laughing horse? Yes. Oh, look at this guy. He wants yes. to know a bar. Bar name. I, you think the bar name's all gonna be something clever. You big city folk. I'm not just about right for any of these fuck oh, it's classic. What are you on, tourist? Oh. Uh, I feel offense. Yeah, I didn't catch any of that, sir. What's that, bud? You just call me a city slicker? Well, yeah. Oh, no. You're from the city, are you? Your mother's from the city. Oh, as a matter of fact, she is from the city. She came from London. Right, we're getting off on the wrong foot. My name is Francis Everson, Bourgeois the Third. We come from uh, the States. Uh, we we're hoping to rent a room for the night. Oh, I think we can help you out, uh... And he takes out a book from behind the counter, starts going through it, puts on these really thin uh, glasses. Is this guy like biker build? Actually, he's a really tall and skinny guy. Ah, so, uh, what would be comparable to that in pop culture terms? Hmm. I don't know why, but I just thought of Jim Carrey as like someone tall and wispy. I'd say moderately to severe wispy. I thought of that guy from Ratatouille who was trying to close the restaurant down. Yes. Oh, yeah, the critic? Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, that guy. That's what I thought of. Yeah. We got a couple rooms upstairs. This is going to be, uh... Let's see, how long did you want to stay for? Uh, to uh, begin do you guys want to do, though. like... Uh, All right, you guys are able to uh, secure lodging in in this uh, Lavin Horse Inn. You guys kind of just settle into the main room here. It's warm, <coughs> it's nice, the uh, barrier is cool, and the fireplace is warm. Uh, how many people are around? Quite a few. You'd say it's half full. It's a moderately big uh, hall or dining area here, common room. I'd say about ten people that are just also lounging around, minding their own business. You see some people playing chess over there by the fireplace. 
I'm gonna go over to the people playing chess. They do not look up uh, from their plane. They continue to play. One guy picks up a piece, moves it. What's the layout of the board right now? Seems like white is being dominated by black. <laughs> Mike, what's the actual setup of the pieces? Looks like um, the white queen and two of the bishops and um, a knight has been taken to the black's um, rook and knight. Mm. Couple pawns in there to mix it up. They continue to play, and then you watch the black player take another uh, bishop, or now take the other knight. Yeah, that's it. There's only two bishops. What is he taking? He's cheating. He's using three bishops. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Ah, uh, the old three bishops. Oh, three bishops. Bane's just going to watch the game with some interest. He's going to mutter into himself. Well, if you had moved your, uh, your rook from h1 to around h4, you probably wouldn't have got stuck in that. But I mean, who am I? Oh, you don't get him play a game, and he stands up and sh uh, and like slams his king down on the ground in submission. Oh, in a fair fight anyway. Uh, oh my! And he uh, takes out a uh, pound note and from his pocket puts it down on the table. Bane'll take up the chair and start playing. Then the um, the player of black uh, takes up the table, puts the pieces back with you, and turns around <coughs> the table. Puts a dollar pound note on the table, yeah, and then holds his. Game time. Uh, so am I playing white? Uh, you would be playing black. Black. Okay. Well, what's his first move? Uh, pawn to queen's gambit. I'm not actually sure of the spaces. <laughs> uh, that's. Wasn't wasn't really expecting that. Okay, um, C two to C three. All right. Uh, go ahead and give me a uh, intelligence roll. God, the one thing I game. went to college for. Chess playing. God damn it! Why is he so smart? And a strategy you've never seen before, and you've read quite a few chess books in your days in the chess club, you are taken by surprise, and he gets you pretty early in the game. As uh, first uh, ten, first twenty moves, you weren't counting, but it's pretty impressive and almost like a brilliant strategy that was used by this guy. He uh, takes your dollar bill off the table, put it in his pocket, and uh, begins to set the pieces back up. I want to try again. I refuse to believe I was defeated by some country bumpkin. Oh, you don't appreciate being called a country bumpkin. I know what you're thinking there. This guy doesn't know what he's talking about, but I have, you know, I'm a prodigy. My mother told me I'll be the greatest chess player in the world. I want to hit him with the cursed gambit. Oh, snap. His, uh, both his eyebrows go like way up high. 
you guys continue playing. Um, he got lucky the first time, but as you guys continue to play, you start taking all of his money game after game. And uh, after a while, he feels better of it and stands up. Oh, well, uh, looks like I got lucky that first time, but I really met my match. Congratulations and appreciate your fancy American playing style. That's quite impressive. Yes, yes, I was in a chess club for five years. Well, Didn't even have to pull out the oven's gambit. The the oven's gambit? What good Scott name is that? Ah, well. You'll find out one day if you continue to pursue your little chess things. But... Ah, that brings me to the question I had. Have you heard anything about suspicious murders around? Ah, uh, well. Suppose that I have. I... Um, and he looks around, you can tell that a lot of the conversations, the ambient conversations, have died down a little bit. When you went mentioned the word murder, everyone's trying to listen in discreetly to your conversation. And in response, he like, squeaks his chair over to yours and kind of leans in for a discreet conversation. Catching a whiff of your wonderful cologne, he, uh, again, very big uh, U eyebrows go up, and then he leans back in, giving a deep sniff. Ah, I had a guess I there's been some others here, but it's quite disturbing. <laughs> Changes entire accent because of the session. Quite the disturbing. <laughs> the murders are so disturbing they've changed my accent. <laughs> <laughs> He's Italian. He's Norwegian. <laughs> what is he? The murders are very tense. Let's go, Dodo-san. Well, yes, yes, yes. I know they're, you know, intense. People are being chopped up into little pieces and eaten. Uh, I'm more so asking for, you know, more in-depth details. You know, places, times. You mean, you know, relative uh, similarities between them. Things that wouldn't be known by outside public. You, know, you, you, you get what I'm saying? Absolutely, I do. You'll see there were some things that wouldn't make it into the reporters. Some of the news things, the stories didn't capture the whole facts, and I can understand why they wouldn't be gotten out to the public. Is because these goddamn veins are trying to bury the truth. Well, yes, as I'm used to a higher power trying to hide the truth as it is, but that's why I'm here, you know, trying to get the actual truth, you know, solve things a bit. As you, like, talk to him, he realizes he was getting a little bit too animated and loud, and he looks back around, casting a few glances. How would you prefer we went somewhere a bit more private, then? I'm not sure how well you can control your tone, but... No, no, it's fine. I just worry that some of the Vane's agents might be around. Look... If you're looking for the truth, you need to look start maybe on the church grinds. It's where some of the first murders started. And you'll probably be able to find more information out there. I guess of God, of course it's the church. Well, I don't know how veins are involved, but it was outside the van mausoleum at the church grounds in the cemetery that the murder started. The first murder was found. I think that has something to do with the Vane family. It's not just superstition something more and they've been trying to cover up the truth and obfuscate all these murders and quietly have them disappear where we're not going to quietly disappear are we now we're gonna find out what's really happening and how this family's connected 
Ah, yes, you've been a great help, uh, my gentleman. And he's gonna pass him half of what he earned from him from those little chess games. I understand. Mom's the word. Go talk with Reverend Stratton. He'll be able to give you more information about our vans. Uh, continue to polish your chess skills. You were a couple of years too early when you challenged me. He smiles at that. Hey, I'll keep practicing and I'll, I'll keep competing in the world champion tournaments. <laughs> to have mastered enough skills and I've got enough techniques to rematch against you, Dr. Vane. So help me. Indeed. Vane's uh, gonna walk back over to his com companions and give them the newfound information. Looks like we need to start investigating a church. Hmm. Oh yeah, how much did I earn from that guy? Uh, after giving half of them back, got three bucks. Oh wow, three whole bucks? Three dollars, I'm rich! Bane's gonna go buy a drink. You go ahead and buy a drink, and uh, come hey, back. Hey, Mister Fancy, uh, I've got three dollars. You want to buy me a drink too? Well, there's three dollars. Dollars. Now that I see the dollars in my pocket, uh, feel free to get a whole round for us. Thank you. Of course. So how could I forget? Bay's just gonna buy drinks for his party. <laughs> Buying around, uh, you guys uh, have a cool crisp beer and enjoy off the free and, quite frankly, well-earned chess profits. This is, this is uh, the Queen's Gambit all over again. A successful chess player traveling the world, kicking ass all over the place. I guess the world isn't ready for my genius just yet. Look out, world. And as you guys warm up and try and look for more information on this string of horrible grisly murders, that's where we're going to end it this week. Uh. Oh, boy. Oh. Nice. Indeed. Hell yeah. Shit, there's murder afoot. A whole lot of murder. Oh, I hit a word murder one more time. <laughs> murder. Mm, that's murder. it, I quit. <laughs> No more Bane. I'm out. Uh, that's it. That's too many murders. Yep. One too many murders for me, you know. Just can't, can't do it anymore. I'm done. I'm out. I'm gonzo. Murdered my will to continue. Goodbye forever. <laughs> yes. And here I was, trying to figure out more about the wispy little mist monster. Forbidden. 
It is far too wispy for <laughs> no wait. Dang. Got some extra cash from that stimulus and looking for a place to hide it securely and it won't burn down in the conflagration of riots that will burn every bank in this country? Check out Wall Street Bets Investment Company. At Wall Street Bets Investment Company, we take your hard-earned money and give it to a 12-year-old on 4chan for investing in the stock market. That's right, our investment professionals are only the finest Russian trolls that have found a Bloomberg terminal. So if you're working that hourly wage and you barely managed to scratch together a few thousand dollars don't keep that in the bank cost or dental bill unexpected medical costs for a loved ones you need to take that money and give it to wall street bets investment agency not a legal investment provider advice yolo i'm not a financial advisor and no one here is and that's why you should take our advice on finance at wall street bets wall street bets on reddit for at least a few more seconds here will give you all the information that the hedges don't want you to read about get the inside scoop learn how you're being fucked right over at wall street bets where the apes have diamond hands